Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Another brand new Flyers Daily edition for Tuesday, the 27th of September. Flyers will be back in action tonight in Buffalo. First road preseason game of the season. Once again, Ian LaPerriere will coach the team for the Flyers coming up tonight. John Tortorella's staff will coach the game Wednesday and the one after. And then the last two games, John Tortorella... In the last two games, John Tortorella will be behind the bench for those ones. Flyers did reduce their training camp roster down to 67 players. They also added Cal O'Reilly on a professional PTO contract as well. Michael Hutchett and Tyler Savard uh, were released from their amateur tryout contracts. Forward Alex Gendron was sent back to the queue. Also, Ethan Sansom sent to Prince George of the Western Hockey League, Byron Zanetti, been sent back to Peterborough of the Ontario Hockey League, and we'll continue to see in the coming days more players get sent back to junior and more moves get made as the roster gets pared down further and further as we head through this preseason. We'll have Felix Sandstrom, who made his preseason debut the other night, made 17 saves on 17 shots in just a moment. Also something to check out tonight before the game at 6 p.m., the Standard will premiere. That is an on-the-fly productions, in-house content. We saw the behind-the-board segments here uh, with uh, Wade Allison and Cam Atkinson and also Tony D'Angelo. Now we see the standard. This is going to follow that series with behind-the-scenes footage of training camp. It's going to give the fans an opportunity to look behind the curtain as the docuseries takes them behind the scenes where we really haven't been able to get for the last couple of years because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The Standard's going to premiere tonight at 6 p.m., like I said, on the Flyers' YouTube channel. And you can watch all the -the behind-the-scenes stuff with this uh, episode. Also, what you can see in episode number one. Cool stuff here. John Tortorella's initial speech to the team in their first team meeting last Wednesday at training camp. An in-depth look at Morgan Frost and Tyson Forster. Also, Joel Farabee interview and uh, a mic'd-up session, media day behind the scenes, and much more. So check that out coming up tonight. It'll be the standard. It's interesting because as soon as John Tortorella was hired, the word I used was culture and standard. Maybe Torts was listening to the podcast and uh, it's become part of his lexicon. Now, he's been talking about standard for a very long time. Now, one of the goalies in camp battling for a spot to be the Flyers backup to Carter Hart. He's a guy that the Flyers drafted all the way back in 2015, was in the Swedish League, it played for Rinas back then and came over, has gotten some significant time in the East Coast Hockey League and AHL combined, made five starts last year, as a matter of fact, for the Flyers and made it his NHL debut. Had his first action of the preseason in the game against Boston, played half the game, made 17 saves on 17 shots. And while he didn't feel like his game was completely dialed in, he battled and did the job that needs to be done as a goaltender and in particular on the penalty kill. Goalie's got to be the best penalty killer on your team he was good in that realm as well as they had to fight off four power plays from the Boston Bruins including a 5-1-3 for 44 seconds in that first exhibition game and he is our guest on this episode of Flyers Daily it is goaltender Felix Sandstrom Felix how are you doing great how are you I'm well how was your how was your summer it's been good uh spent most of it just at home enjoying time with family and family and friends and so it's been uh it's been good now that the pandemic's kind of settled down, it's a little bit easier to do that stuff. And I imagine that makes it a lot better. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's uh, the last couple of years have been, been tough. Uh, not being able to see everybody uh, and especially not as often as you want. So 
yeah, it was great this summer to get, I mean, still out there, but it's, uh, it was a bit easier this year. You have a twin brother and he played as well. How did you end up in that? He was not a goalie, correct? No, exactly. He was a defenseman. So he was protecting yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> did he do it well? That was good. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> he was a good defender. Yeah. But, but how did you really get pushed into the net? So. Yeah, I don't know. To be honest, it was just uh, really enjoyed the pads at first and then uh, realized it was really fun to be there. So that's why I kept going. Was there a particular goalie, one of your countrymen perhaps, that you kind of really led you to it as well? I mean, the the the, the old notion is that either you have older brothers you love the gear, some combination thereof, or a huge influence. Was there a big influence that kind of steered you to it as well? You go, oh my God, look at this guy. I mean, I remember uh, that was probably the first time I really watched watched hockey too. Was when uh, Henrik Lundqvist was making his uh, real big season over in Sweden before he, he came to to the Rangers, and that's when I really I started enjoying liking that position more too, and. Uh, it's special, so like you can be a real difference maker in the games, and I found that real cool. And then all the things with the pads looking cool and the mask, right? Part of it, too. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it, it it's what drew me to it as well. I got masks all over my studio. It's a bit of an obsession, yeah. but it, it's such a fun position. Did you take stuff from Lundqvist's game? Because you, you do play a little bit deeper in the net. He played. I mean, his butt was on the goal line. I don't know how he did yeah. it, but. It was amazing the way he was able to replays from that position and being so deep. Did you take stuff from his game? Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure. I mean, he was so big at the time. And, I mean, in Sweden, everybody looked up to him. Uh, big game everywhere, probably. But uh, I think the most, like, how the hockey is in Sweden, you can, can play a bit deeper, too, uh, I would say. And uh, so that's probably a part of it, too. Uh, yeah, what I what I come from, so playing on uh, that big ice too, right? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it took some time to get adjusted to when I got here and the smaller rink. Uh, but it's uh, now I feel real comfortable here, and uh, it's uh, I like it. The higher pace and more shots, and you're more more involved. I feel like so. So I like it here. Tell, take us through that process. You know, what's that like? Because traffic is a, is a big thing that you have to adjust to here on the smaller sheet and, you know, just finding lanes to track pucks and, you know, dead angles because they're, frankly, they're just not as far away. There's 3000 extra square feet on an Olympic sheet compared to an NHL size rink. What was the adjustment like going through that? And just, you know, your spatial awareness is part of that as well. Yeah. I mean, that was the big thing. Like when I got here, like shots could come from, from everywhere. <laughs> You're so used to at home that most of the chances are coming through through long plays in the zone and all that, and not as many chances from the rush. Uh, so that was a big thing to get adjusted to and how to how to handle that when guys are just crashing the net and putting pucks, pucks to the net from everywhere. And that awareness to uh, still something I work on all the time. And uh, it's just uh, that was the big difference, I feel like. Felix, one of the things I, I've noticed about your game from when you were drafted in 2015 to now is your post play is to me that is you know the signature of your game you're so good at get creating a good seal being in the right spot 
sometimes those saves look easy when you see them on a low to high play or something like that, but they're not easy. It's all about the read and being in the right save selection. How much have you worked on that post play over the, you know, since you've been drafted? Because it, it really is something that I'm noticing game in, game out, year in, year out. Yeah. I mean, that's something I, I've always put a lot of time into. And even now, the last couple of summers here, we, the guy I've been working with at home, you want home quiz, uh, we been talking a lot about that too, that comfort at the post, like if you're comfortable at the post, like you, you know where you're at and, uh, get that feeling and then you can be more relaxed there and trying to make the reads better too. So it's, uh, for sure something to work on and, uh, it's uh, small details all the time and things change and players learn to uh, where to where to shoot now too uh, since everybody's playing the post pretty much the same way and uh, so there's new things to to add to it all the time which uh, which is uh, which is good too that uh, you have to challenge yourself all the time and I feel like uh, just that comfort level to always practice some, a lot on it is uh, is helping for sure. It's something you can always rely on. You know, the, yeah, the, goaltending, the goaltending position, this is the cat and mouse game between forwards and goaltenders. The goaltenders adjusting to the forwards, they grab a little bit of an advantage and the shooters trying to find a way to exploit it. And it's this cat and mouse game of constant evolution in the goaltending position. And, you know, the big thing since I guess like 2016 is really the east-west plays and staying on your edges and getting across on those plays because they open up the goalie. There's so much that can change on an east-west play. Was that a big thing uh, for you in that adjustment? Because that's coming kind of – that really became popular like a year after you were drafted. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <clears throat> that's something too with uh, all the comfort level and, and all that. I mean, sometimes during yesterday's game too, I feel like the patience wasn't really where I wanted. But it's so important to be patient all the time because things are happening. So, like, guys can make – such awesome awesome plays all the time and long passes too and uh, so it's quick and you gotta be be able to move to uh and even if you get there you gotta be able to get from that spot too because it's not not always that they shoot right away either is the biggest key to patience maintaining your edges staying on your feet yeah i think so uh just uh trying to make the reads before never do a <laughs> never do a save before the shot has happened pretty much just the mindset on trying yeah. to trying to not let, forcing forcing the puck or trying to force a save. Just let the puck come to me and act from it. Um, your some over the summer, you know, there was a little bit of kind of you up in the air. You, were you going to go back to Sweden? But eventually, you signed the two year deal with the Flyers. What was that like from a stress standpoint for you, trying to figure out what was next for you after you know getting some games last year? Yeah, I mean. It was fun to get the chance last year to play a couple of games, and uh, it was a great experience to to see how it is uh, up in the NHL, and for sure motivation for the summer too to work. And uh, uh, I'm really happy to get a new chance here uh, for two more years. That they they trusted me, and uh, I'm gonna do everything I can to uh, to help them and to be a player they can rely on too so that's uh that was the motivation for the summer you you've been working with dilly kim dillaball flyers goaltending coach since you've been drafted it's what it's almost seven years now if you can believe that felix how's that <laughs> relationship because it's an important relationship with a goaltending coach yeah for sure i mean 
both Billy and uh, Brady Ramson, who's uh, the development goalie coach. Uh, been working with them, as you said, for for a pretty long time now, and uh, I feel like they're open, uh, open-minded guys, and I think that's good that we can talk about situations all the time and uh, see what fits fits me the best and uh, in different situations. And uh, I really like working with them, and I hope that they do that too with me. But it's uh, so it's been uh, been great to be working with them for so long. It's, it's, it's good to get like to know each other as well too. Yeah. Yeah, if they didn't like working with you, you guys wouldn't still be working together this long. <laughs> ah, that's true. <laughs> Good point, right? Um, yeah. so, so you get the contract done. You're in camp this year. You got a good opportunity, Felix, right in front of you. You know, every player, every athlete, they want that one thing. That's called opportunity to go in chance to get in there, earn it. You know, what learning last year what the NHL was like, I imagine, really took you into the summer having a little bit of institutional knowledge and, and personal knowledge of what it takes at that level. That was big for you, I'm sure. Oh yeah, sure. To uh, to feel that you can handle it too, and believe in yourself. To uh, I think that's a big part of like goal overall is so much mental that you have to believe in yourself all the time. Like it makes such a big difference, and uh, I feel like that that helped me to to get the chance last year and uh, play. Uh, I would say I played pretty well the chances I got and. Uh, to take that with me and feel like you got a chance here. You got to keep working and make the best of it when, when you come back. So that was uh, great for the summer. That adjustment from playing in Sweden to playing in the AHL to playing in the NHL. I've talked to a lot of goalies over my many years doing this. And some guys say that there is an element of it that is almost more predictable in a lot of ways because the structure at the NHL level is the, the best structure in the AHL. It's a notch down and another league's a notch down from there. And goaltending is all about predictability and environment in, in a lot of ways, especially reading plays. Have you found that to be the case? I mean, you guys were really banged up last year, but uh-huh. is that the case as you level up that the structure and all those detailed elements in front of you change and get a little tighter? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's uh the natural part of it too, like guys, the higher level you go to, the more, like, or I guess the less mistakes will happen and, uh, where chances not are not as common, but I mean, at the same time, guys are even more skilled and can make harder plays all the time and all that. So like, I feel like it kind of walk hand in hand, but for sure the structure is, uh, it's a big difference too. And. Uh, I think structure is a big, big thing in Sweden too. So that's when I first came, like to not have as much structure in the, in the East coast. And, uh, that stuff was, it was different and, uh, it took some time for me to realize what I needed to do and to be able to, to handle that. Yeah. That's funny though. Like, you know, you get into the situation playing in the coast and then in the AHL where the structure is not as significant. And it forces you to do some different things. And, and by virtue, it adds things to your repertoire, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's some things we've been talking about since since I came over that I barely even realized I needed to work on before before I came here. And it became pretty pretty obvious that I need to get better at it when I started playing games here. And like chances that I never, I've never seen at home started coming here. So 
and that was good with uh, both Brady and Delavoy as well. That they uh, uh, like, I feel like they've been telling me beforehand too, so I know what to expect and all that. And uh, it's been good for me to have those guys around me. You alluded to it. You got to start in that first preseason game. You made 17 saves on 17 shots, and I think you guys killed off four power plays from Boston to start that game. Nothing like being thrown in the fire, PK duty, and that's, you know, the goaltender's got to be your best penalty killer, and you were sharp in that. How did you feel in the game? I mean, it was good. Uh, I uh, Maybe technique-wise, it was probably not where I wanted it, but, I mean, it was the first time. Uh, being out with the guys and uh, things are for sure going to get better with that uh, in the comfort level and uh, I think the guys stepped up well too like there was a lot of block shots and that helps so much in a PK where pucks are moving quick and there's a lot of shots and pressure uh, to get that extra breathing time when they block shots and help me in that way so it was uh, a pretty tough start to (laughs) to, uh, Mm -hmm play in our ends for so long uh, in, the, in the start there, but at the same time, nice to get into it and fun to get get lots of shots. John Tortorella is a, a coach that has preached for his players, forwards, defensemen in the D zone to block shots, sacrifice, team. It's all about the team and the things you're willing to do to win. And, you know, for a goaltender, blocking shots can be a double-edged sword because, you have a preference on where you want guys and how you want them to try and block shots so that you can get a proper read on it? Uh, it's kind of hard to tell. It's, uh, uh, we'll see. That can take we... your eyes away, right? I mean, and you want to see yeah, a release. It, yeah, exactly. That's, uh, it can be both ways, as you said. It's, uh, you, it always helps to see the puck as a goalie, but at the same time, there's so many times where it can help so much by by just getting a stick on it or uh, get a block on it and we can get out of the zone and all this stuff. So, I mean, it's uh, that's something we want in our game this year. So, uh, that's I'm all for it. And when we uh, work more on that, we'll see, like, what's what's the things that I need to think of more to, uh, to be able to see those, even though we're uh, trying to get everything. Uh, I mean, there's, there's always a challenge by being screened and all that but like i love when the guys do that for me and i want to be able to step up and do some good good saves for them too when they when they do that to, to get a win i didn't play at your level but i've yelled a few times from the crease just get out of the way and give me a line especially on a, a you know a shot above the top of the circles have you, have you done that before you yell at your guys like dude just give me a sight line here and i'll get it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we uh, we usually have a system where like guys take away some part of the net, and I can focus more on the other side. Cause, as you said, like a shot from the top of the circle, that's a that's a good chance to for them to score. So we try to have that structure, even though things move so fast, it's it's hard sometimes. But uh, once we get more into it, here we'll probably walk through everything like that and uh, get a it's. Uh, like get a, I guess it's a team. Get together as yeah. a team and know each other and know what each other, what everybody does, and uh, all that stuff. So it will, it's will probably be in a system, and it will probably be good for all of us. 
Yeah, if the shot blockers take away the middle, I'll take the short side. That's the fastest path to the net. Um, how has camp been uh, for you so far? You guys aren't too deep into it just yet, and there's so many bodies there. I mean, 71 players here at camp so far. I'm sure some will start getting sent back to their junior programs and, and other programs around the world here in the, the coming days. But how's it been just to get out on the ice and, and getting back into that routine of a season and, and you know, kind of that rigid schedule of going to the rink and taking care of your body and all of those things that go with it. Yeah. I mean, it's been, for sure. It's been a couple hard days here with all our work and uh, that's good though. We, uh, we're competing at the highest level now. So, I mean, that's what they expect too, at the highest level of how tough will be. And uh, I think the guys have been pushing through very hard there and uh, been doing some great work. So it's been, it's been tough on the bodies, but at the same time, it's fun to be back with the group and, uh, back to more normal normal life yeah. i guess as a hockey player yeah at the first preseason game i knew it was getting back to normal when we were in the uh, press dining room before the game and we were allowed to get our own food again there was a salad bar that was like a, that was a monumental event um last yeah. thing for you felix um you do have a countryman in camp with you in sam erson um yeah. it's always good to have somebody from back home along along with you to, to kind of share the experience isn't it Oh yeah, for sure. He's a, uh, he's a great guy too. And we, uh, we actually are pretty much neighbors at home too in Sweden. So it's great. To, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's great to have him here and it's fun to hang out with him. And, uh, he, uh, he's been looking real good so far too. So I'm happy for him and we, uh, keep having against each other and it's, uh, it's fun to price with him. It's, it's so interesting for goalies because there's only one net, you know, skaters, there's, you know, 18 on a side, but there's only one net and it's a tough position to earn. Um, Felix, great start to the preseason, man. I really appreciate the time today. Best of luck through the rest of camp. We'll be talking and uh, stay well, man. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks to Felix Sandstrom for taking the time to join us on this episode of Flyers Daily. Coming up tomorrow, we'll have another goaltender as a guest. How about Sam Erson? Sam, another Swedish goaltender. We talked about him there with Felix for a bit. He will join us on tomorrow's episode, so make sure you join us then. Everybody, enjoy the game tonight. Flyers in Buffalo to take on the Sabres. We'll have some recap of that on tomorrow's episode as well. And uh, we will talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily. Have a great Tuesday. Hey!